fans today we're going to break down matches 37 and 38 and we're going to talk about everybody's least favorite booster the 3x this is the fantasy ipl podcast hey how you doing mark good uh, we just uh, we're recording right now, right after Gujarat thrashed Mumbai. So I'm that was the drubbing, I think was the term I kept hearing them use, a drubbing. A drubbing. Have you ever been drubbed? Was, probably. That's something you got to pay extra for. I think. <laughs> it's like a dry. Oh rub. man, did Mumbai <laughs> ever pay extra for it? the The fact that Rohit went back to Ro, Rohit went back to Ro Miss and Mo Hit stayed at Mo Hit. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you can't you can't make those, this up, man. Yeah, those guys had opposite games, basically. <laughs> yeah. Do you think R and M are opposite in Hindi? Is that Ooh. why that happened? I don't know. For our Indian listeners, let me know what the difference is between Rohit and Mohit. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's got to be. There's got to be. That means something. Yeah, of course it does. Like uh, in our English names or. Or your Western names, like a guy named Josh and a guy named Tosh. It's a very significant name nomenclature sort of uh, etymology to that. You can look it up. It's um, we're not going to get into it, but <laughs> I was really hoping I was about to learn something. <laughs> <laughs> what, what podcast are you listening to? <laughs> I don't know. I've never met somebody that I liked named Tosh, though. So maybe that's what it boils down to. <sighs> Neither have I. I've never met somebody I don't like named Tosh either. That is also yeah, for me. I don't know why I said the last you, thing. <laughs> when you have uh, four runs between Tim David, Talak Pharma, and Rohit Sharma, uh, you're not going to win your match. No, and you don't deserve to. The only, I mean, what was the bright spot for Ami there? Like, uh, man, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Piyush got two wickets, and I mean he he didn't get a lot of runs, but I feel like eighteen for a eighteen with a six and a four for a bowler, it's pretty respectable. Yeah, and uh, Nihal Wadhara had like a big game. I think he did that in like the very first match of the season. He had himself a really nice game, and otherwise you've yeah. never heard of him. But like, I mean, forty's great. I would love forty out of everybody I started, um, but it was a totally just dead game by then when tim david went out the announcers were like and that's the game <laughs> and it felt like it like they i mean they started hemorrhaging a lot of runs after that but they didn't care because <laughs> it's like basically it was just bowlers trying to protect their economy rates and that was it but you know i don't know am i's a mess but at least it wasn't that dcsrh game yeah that was a mess for me i had um David Warner as my captain and Ada Markham as my vice captain. And my total score for the day was 85. Not good. Did you see that they just announced the player of the match for GTMI? And if no. you haven't, take a guess. Oh, um, we were talking about this. Noor, Noor Ahmad or whatever his name is. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Abhinav Manohar. Yeah. Nice. That is um, not what I would have guessed. 
Man of Heart Jellyfish. It's supposed to be I one guess of the most dangerous there is. 42 off of 21 is pretty good. But David, <laughs> Warren, David Miller was 46 after 22. Shubman Gill went for 56. I, I don't know if I get this one, but, you know. That is why. I, I guess he did have a catch. That's why I hate Man of the Match. I hate it for fantasy because in this one, there's three different players who could have been Man of the Match. Certainly nobody did 50 points better than anyone else. Uh, but I had him on my team, so I think, does that mean I will pass you in the standings? You Quit? will, yeah, because I did not. <laughs> <laughs> a moment after my awful start of the season where I was in ninth place on our 10-team home league, I did not think I'd ever see that day. So I'm going to well, enjoy it while it yeah. lasts. Congratulations. I got I to gotta get back in the groove for sure. Today was a better day. Um you know, I just I didn't plan on any scoring any points from that DCSRA match. We we were we were pretty much dead on that. I don't know how we missed on Axel or Patel. Like he's looked good. Um, yeah, but he was the lone bright spot in that match. But as far as SRH and DC, other than Warner, like you just don't know who's going to score the points, and nobody scored a lot. And that's what just makes it so hard. If you don't, if you're not sitting on a stockpile of these guys, which I don't know why you are, I I don't hmm. know how you justify burning a bunch of transfers for that match there's a couple coming up where i'm gonna have to get aggressive rr versus csk and stuff like that like that's when i'm willing to burn a, a few transfers on to try to build out a roster because there's plenty of guys on those yeah. teams that that are like predictable but not this match and not dcsrh and it's gonna happen again here real soon and i don't like that at all i'm very <laughs> mad because <laughs> i'm still not gonna i think our <laughs> i think our advice uh looking back to our last episode on that match was good. We did not say to go for Axar Patel, which in hindsight, yeah, you should have. And he's one of two players who has um, consistently begun bid good for fantasy on DC's side. Um, the other being David Warner, but our advice was not to get other players. Our advice was just to steer clear. Just pick up one guy. Don't do his save your transfers for a different match. We don't know. Um, yeah. The one guy we recommended was David Warner, who was, not great Me, in that match. He was very medium. He was, he was boring. But oh, trying to pick the, the winner of that match was uh, just a fool's errand. And But congrats to anybody who did pick Axar Patel because he was a good pick. Yeah, he looked good. Well, we broke up this episode. We kind of told you about that at the end of the last episode. Um, it just We had spent so much time looking at the teams in the previous matches. But we're going to finish that up for you. Yeah, so we're going to look at uh, matches. Which matches, Wit? 37 and 38. 37 and 38. That's right. Um, so just two matches. It'll be a little shorter episode today. And then um, our final segment is going to be talking about probably the most difficult booster to predict and the one that we haven't talked about yet. That being the 3X booster. You pick one player worth triple points for exactly one match and you're praying for a home run and we're going to kind of talk yeah. about some of the turmoil of trying to decide how you're going to use that wait did you see my twitter post this morning i did not uh so i was on uh that stats website that you turned me on to and one of the interesting things they have that i felt was worth sharing with this booster coming up was that I'm, so, I'm looking at your tweet now. Okay. It was who 
who is, has scored three wickets and 50 runs in the same uh-huh. match. And I think there were four players who are currently in the league who have done that. Yep. Shadeja, Stoinis, Pandya. Uh, those are the three you have underlined. Okay. So there was just three, the three right now. Then. Uh, which we're going to talk about two of those three. I don't think Pandya gets into our list. No, but he at least, uh, just because he hasn't won man of the match, and that's kind of where we started yeah. building that list out. Um, but he's looking better. Not great. Yeah, let, yeah let's face it. He's He has not had the best year so far, fantasy-wise. Uh, as a captain, he's doing great. But, yeah, that's uh, just a, the kickoff to some good information about that 3X. Okay. Well, let's get started on these matches then. No, let's move on to match 37. Rajasthan versus Chennai. Um, after Gujarat plays, this will be the number two versus the number three team. <laughs> uh, so uh, they've already played. It was a great match. Uh, Dhoni almost stole the victory uh, out of Rajasthan's arms. Dhoni and, uh, and Jadeja just were like hitting sixes every direction, and they barely lost that match so this is gonna be a good one it feels like it should be um i feel like rajasthan bats well at home mm-hmm. um butler's got to do better there's there's just no way he goes out for another duck <laughs> there's just it just yeah, doesn't yeah. even seem possible um we already talked about Jaiswal being a, a great opportunity but in this match again you've got two good two very good uncapped options so try to plan ahead for that. If you can sit on one versus the other, CSK having played today, maybe still got them around, um, or Jaiswell. Two, two great uncapped options. Jaiswell is way up on the batter rank as an uncapped, and then uh, we, already, we already hammered Trash Panda. Make sure you make room for one of these two if, if you don't yep. find a way to get both. Um, who else do you want to look at here? Um, just, I guess kind of grease it pretty fast. I feel like we've talked about a lot of these guys already because yeah. they're both in the top five. I mean, uh, do you, do you think Conway is going to keep it going? Uh, I see your note here. Bolt is lurking. Yes. So, uh, we, you know, <laughs> I'm picturing Conway, like sitting in the dugout and Bolt just uh, creeping up over the back. Going to get you. <laughs> it bolt kind of has a face like somebody that would just like stab you in the ear with like a crown or something though like it sucks but it's not going to kill you um bolt has a history of taking a wicket in the first over so twice this year two times now he's bowled a maiden over to open the game and taken at least one wicket in doing so a matter of fact i'm pretty sure it was two wickets both times he's, he's done that he has a tendency to just sort of ruin your openers conway is on fire i don't think he's a huge candidate to be got by bolt but bolt will bowl the first over and he tends to get wickets so if conway and guy quad open this is a fun fact uh last time they played bolt did not get Either of them. He didn't get Conway or Guy Quad. 
because he did not play that match. <laughs> so. He wasn't in the starting eleven. He had whatever the whatever the uh, the fever going around is. Had the had the uh, O's and the tum tums going on there, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's yeah. he. So we don't know. You know, maybe yeah. maybe he was like you know one of those kids who gets nervous at his first sleepover and pretends to have a tummy ache, and so that's why he didn't play because he didn't want to have to face Guy Quad and Conway. But he does he make you nervous enough that you just want to keep away from both of those guys and play uh, Butler and Jaiswal and maybe a few of these awesome all rounders like um, like Ashwin and Jadeja and all that. Not enough. Uh, Conway is in form for sure, but you know, Bolt has what nine wickets on the year. So it's not like he, you know, is just mowing him down all the time. It just, it happens to be the the two, two of maybe the the CSK is so complete. Um, But who it might drag me away from captaining or vice captaining, you know, guy quarter Conway just to hedge it a little bit (laughs) it's it's hard to say um but it i think if conway ruins your day this is an opportunity for it to happen for bolt to take him out in the first over he goes for a duck or just a few runs um i don't see it happening but if it could happen this seems like a chance for it um but if you do pivot away from either of those guys and you're looking for, you know, bargain brand stuff, uh, Ajinka Rahain at eight credits or Shivam Doobie at seven and a half. Is it Doobie or Dube or Doob? Doob? The Doob? Loob Doob? Doob Doob? I've heard Dube. Dube? And Doobie, I think. Not how do you Doob. eat? How do you wash a Dube? Do you have to take the, <laughs> the in, Oh, inside? I hate, I hate Dubes. <laughs> I, I just like a good comforter that I can throw the whole thing in the laundry. <laughs> I don't have to try shoving it into a cover. I think Rahain is a great comforter. He is doing great. He won. He won the man of the match today, and outperformed either Guy Quad or Conway. And he's not going to be an opener, so hopefully he doesn't have to face Bolt right away. Um, so there's there's some good pivot options there. Um, yeah, I just wish I could play everybody in this. Match. Yes, I mean, I guess this, I could. I could use my. My uh, over my booster. Two it's X. tempting. It's tempting. Yeah. If you know, we'll talk a little bit more about boosters uh, later in the episode. But this is the kind of thing you should be looking for. Two very very good teams. Um, mm-hmm. with a good you know you can fill out your roster having these Raheen and and Dube guys Doobies later. Like it really does make you using that you know whole team times two. Uh, more comfortable because you know they're capable too. If you lose those early guys, there's somebody who's going to step up. Not the least of which is on the other side, and that's Shimron Hetmeyer. So, yeah, you can you can sprinkle a lot of really nice pieces that are in different depths in the batting order in this in this matchup. So it's not a terrible plan if you're if you're still looking for one. If you're anxious to use that times two, this is here. The only reason that's going to make me kind of drag the brakes on that is just because I'm going to be really banking those KKR. Um, and so it's right. it, it kind of burns you twice. If you got to add them, take them off and then add them again. I'm not wanting to do that, but this is a good opportunity to swing for the fences. 
Yeah, and it's it's not even it's, it doesn't feel like a swinging for the fences because it feels like you're it's it's like as safe as it gets uh, as far as the um, the overseas or the two X booster. Um, but past performance does not always it's not always indicative of future results. This this happens all the time where a team two teams will play each other. It'll be great for fantasy, and so everybody thinks, oh, they're playing again. We're gonna I'm gonna use my two X, and then it's just a dud sometimes that happened to me yeah. last year with one of the Rajas. I think it was Rajasthan and luck. Now first match they played, it was like 220 to 219 runs and 14 wickets taken. And the next time they played, it was like the total was 120. And so everyone was terrible, uh, <laughs> but that happens. You just, yeah. you have to play the odds a little bit. And this yeah. one like, has pretty good odds. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we're, we're always talking stats. And, you know, statistically, this is, is a great option. The one thing that scares me to death if I'm trying to use that on this is trying to decide who to put the captain and vice captain on. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd put it on Jadeja. Jadeja. He's be good. And he's Butler. Not gonna get, he's not going to get bolted. Uh, and Butler, yeah. His capacity is so high. So that brings us to match 38, last one we're covering today. Uh, Punjab Kings versus Lucknow Supergiants. I know my biggest question is, is Shikhar Dawan going to be back? I think he will be. It's, uh, it's looming. How, how, big, how big can the niggle be that he's <laughs> out this long? They need him, man. That niggle might be a quarter. It seems like it's taken him out <laughs> like, for far more than anybody thought it would be. Uh, he, he has to come back. Dawan is yeah. I mean, the In fairness, they, the they, won their last, they won their last match. And Sam Curran seems capable of captaining a team because uh, it was not a match that they were guaranteed to win. And he's made but, yeah. some unorthodox choices at captain too. So it's a, a, a pretty different approach. But assuming he comes back, would you play both Dawan and Sam Curran? Uh, yeah, I think I'd be happy. I mean, if, if it fits in my lineup, I would be happy to do that. Um, I wouldn't be, uh, I'd be hesitant to play Darwin on his first match back, although he has taken a long time to rest. So maybe he's yeah. fine. Yeah. I mean, he came into the season ready to rock and roll. So I think, you know, depending on what's going on with this injury, assuming he gets some practice time, there's no, there's no reason. I don't feel like he can't, um, just be good as soon as he comes back. Like I don't feel feel like he needs ramp up time. If he's available, I'm probably going to play him, um, unless there's something weird going on. Like I don't want to be the one guy who doesn't play him in the league, and then he scores 80 runs. There is that. There's that X factor. Um, but just watch out for something silly. Like if they're playing him back in the order or something like that. You know that that might mm. be a sign that he's not really healthy. They just they're going to use him if they need him, kind of thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Sam Curran has elevated in Dowan's absence. I just wonder if it kind of puts the flames out when he's not the boss anymore. Um, or maybe if Dowan's going to be not 100%, maybe there's a change in captaincy. Maybe it just stays with Sam Curran. Um, I, I wouldn't expect that, but it's possible. We've, yeah. seen, we've seen change in captaincies during the, uh, during the season. But it's so weird that I don't feel like either one of us even though Sam Curran's doing so much better, neither one of us are like locked in on him yet. 
No, he was he was one of two. Um, I talked about this in the last episode. One of two players who I was I was banging the horn of follow the money. Uh, he and uh, Cameron Green uh, to me are like almost interchangeable. They're both really high paid. Uh, uh, what are they called? Overseas, really high played overseas players who started the season not looking like they were going to be worth it, but now lately have come rushing back. And what I was just looking at, which surprised me, I've, I've been going, you know, I've been gushing about Cameron Green. I'm less sold on Sam Curran, but Sam Curran actually has more fantasy points than Cameron Green. In fact, he has the 10th most of any player, which I would have never guessed. I would have guessed he's maybe in the top 20. Well, he never, um, he doesn't seem as of late to just like tank you. It's like he might do it with the bat. He might get you a wicket. And in most games, he gets you a wicket and does a little bit with the bat kind of thing. Like it just seems like he's always churning. There's, there's something that you'll get from him each time. Very safe. He's had one match, the second match, that was a bust. Everything else was at least you weren't, you weren't upset that he was on your team. And then he's had a few, at least three matches where he was really good. So I, I mean, I'm, I'm more, I guess now more on Sam Curran than I thought I would have. But when, I think we are burying the lead a bit on this team because Dawa, Dawan might not be there, and Curran, um, Curran is is expensive and he's overseas. But the best player on their team, I think, is Arshdeep Singh. Yeah, um, and. For fantasy. And for all these guys, we're not going to talk about it yet, but they turn around and play again in match 41. uh, Punjab does. That's a quick one. So that that tips the scales dramatically for me about who I'm kind of looking for in any given match. But I think, like, and I'm not trying to backtrack off of Arshdeep Singh. Get Arshdeep Singh. He has been solid. But... Before we get too far into Arshdeep Singh with Sam Curran, I think you're you spend a transfer if you don't already have him, you put him on your team, and he gets you 45 points. That doesn't feel good. Like it's like, oh, okay, well. But if you can play him twice off of one transfer and he does it again and gets you 90, that okay, now this is this feels good because I feel like that's kind of his floor. You know, yeah. when you're when you're looking for stuff. So with a short turnaround, it makes me feel a little bit more excited for, for Sam Kern, but I'm definitely excited then for Arshdeep Singh. What is he? Is he, what do you know what his credits uh, takes to put him on your team? Um, compared to these other guys, it's not much eight and a half. Okay. So an eight and a half guy you can sit on who is probably the most consistent bowler of, of any team this year. In in cricket, he is or sorry, in fantasy, he's the second highest scoring bowler right now behind Mohammed Siraj. Okay. So and he's not doing it with as much flash. Early in the season he got a, a player of the match. I think he had four wickets in that match. That's that's a big deal. It skews his numbers a little bit, but he shares the cap lead at thirteen. Um and a lot of these Yeah. You bring that up. It is worth mentioning that Archdeep uh has he has 439 points so far over half of those 263 points have come from two matches where he got four wickets 
And on the other side of this uh, of this pitch here, uh, Mark Wood has done the same thing. <laughs> so I, if, I forgot about Mark Wood. If he's, you're he's just never playing, <laughs> if he's playing in this match, you know he's he's sitting at like 430 or something points. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he got like 220 of those in his five wicket game. So chase a little bit but i feel more confident in the consistency of arshdeep singh and i also feel like some of these batters for lsg are gettable maybe more so than like you know if mark wood plays like he could definitely mow down some of the players for uh for the for punjab because they've had sort of this up and down especially with the uncapped players so this is an interesting uncapped match because uh Simran singh and Jitesh Sharma are both good, not great options, unless they happen to hit that day. Yeah, true. Um, the one thing that I like about Jitesh Sharma is that he's a cheap placeholder at the wicketkeeper position. So, you know, if you're going broke trying to hold, you know, move on from, you know, Josh Butler out of the last match or something like that, and you need to add somebody to fill in that, uh, that space again yeah, for free, and he's only six and a half credits, so he's not going to hurt you. Um, but Prabh Simran Singh has been kind of opening um, lately. He yep. had he's had an amazing match. He's also had a duck, I think. Um, but it's just it, there's some pieces in there that are kind of flashy every now and then that can help you out. But that I don't does that elevate Mark Wood to you? Who, who's the next? Uh, I mean, is, if this is going to be a spinner's pitch, Ravi Bishnoi maybe looks good in this game without Dewan there. Yep. I think there's definitely like there's a lot of guys that I think are very susceptible on the Kings. Just and it, you don't know who it's going to be. Somebody's going to do well, but a bunch of them are not going to do well. And so somebody on the LSG side has to take it has to take advantage of that, right? So if you have um, one overseas slot open and you want to bring in an overseas player, do you? And assuming they're both playing, do you bring in Mark Wood or Sam Curran? Sam That's Kern tough. Scored more points, but he's also played more matches. I think I would go with Sam Curran and then just be really pissed if Mark Wood gets four wickets. <laughs> well, you know, you can you can do it that way, or you also uh, have in your notes here that Liam Livingston coming back. So, how are you trying to do it? You're trying to do it with wickets, or you're trying to do it with the bat, or you're trying to be cute with Sam Curran and try to do it on both sides <laughs> at the same time. It's kind of uh pick pick your poison maybe watch out for pitch reports maybe watch out for who's batting where you know who's going to open who's going to be sort of in that sweet spot um Arshdeep Singh is going to bowl everywhere he doesn't necessarily specialize um in where he bowls it's just kind of who he's bowling against and he's going to get a wicket um and and you know if you do that hopefully he's not taking out whoever he started on LSG side, <laughs> but right. um, Livingston might do the same thing as current. He might, he might bowl as well. So, yeah, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a, um, I'm going to pass on Livingston for this okay. match. Uh, he, he got a wicket last match before that, uh, the match before that he didn't do much of anything. Um, I think they were saying he was, he maybe came back from his injury a little too early I just know last year he was great. He was an all-rounder who, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me because they, they don't keep it for fantasy. Um, Dream 11 doesn't, but 
Uh, I would not be surprised if he was a top 10 all-rounder last year. Yeah. So he's a guy that that might be sneaky going forward, considering that he's just kind of now getting back in the groove. Yeah. Um, Dude's I don't jacked, know what I have. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's so weird watching these matches, how some of these guys are just – they're just built like Kyle Maris kind of has that thing going on. Like I said, he's, he's got a, uh, he's got a bicep vein, you know, but then some of these other guys look so small, like how the heck, you know, to Hollywood plays in the same league as other professional, you know, athletes yeah. of any kind dude weighs, right. You know, 86 pounds before he poops. It's like, <laughs> just <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but he's, he's, he's great at what he does. He's, you know, he's got it. Mm-hmm. He's good at his job. I, I just, for guys like Livingston, I, I don't know what I have to see to make me want to plug and play him with any consistency. I don't even think him having a good game here is going to make me want him for the Kings a lot. It's, but. it's tough when you've, when you have Sam Curran already pretty well established as a, as one of the best all rounders. Uh, and now Liam Livingston's coming in as another all rounder more or less plays the same role. Yeah. So what what would it take to get you to pick Liam Livingston over Sam Curran? Um, I mean, it would take a lot for me. Maybe like, you know, Sam Curran is in a horrible accident or something. Like, Yeah. <laughs> or I, I, another, another thing maybe, if let's say the next two matches, Liam Livingston bats at four and Sam Curran bats at six or seven and Liam Livingston's bat bowling three overs and Sam Curran's only bowling one. Like even if Curran scored more on those two, I would still be thinking, all right, Livingston is getting way better opportunities. He's gonna hit it. Yeah, and especially if Shakar is back. Um, yeah, if he and he's making those decisions, uh, it, it elevates the entire team offensively to have him there. And I think Livingston should certainly be more impressive with the bat than Curran if they're if they're firing on all cylinders. So. Um, yeah, something like that. I th- I think that's a that's a great criteria to look for is where is he batting um and is he getting consistent overs and against who? I don't want another Moeen Ali situation um with Livingston. Yeah, it's, it's very inconsistent where he bats and how many over he's overs he bowls. It's kind of a dart throw every time. Moeen that is. Yes. And I I just get very frustrated with that. So that's what that's what yeah. holds me back from guys like Livingston. But if he can prove to be a consistent player, then that's gold. That's what you want out of your all rounders. So we'll see. We'll see what he offers us. Uh, and for for what it's worth, uh at the last in the last um match, he batted at four and Sam Curran batted at six. So one of those things has already happened. Uh, Curran did have three overs. Uh, Livingston had two, but Livingston got a wicket. Sam Curran didn't. So uh, maybe maybe there is a world where in a couple matches I'm skipping out on Curran and playing Livingston instead. It's going to probably just depend on who they're playing against. You know, if I yeah. need a player in the match. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Dawin's back and I don't have to make that decision. I just yes. know to play Yes, Dawin. please. Please come home. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> so Dawin is someone who I would like to play my three X booster on. Ooh, look at you! And hey, speaking speaking of, <laughs> it's almost like we have a segment planned to talk about three <laughs> X boosters and uh, some sort of 
food for thought. Um, so boosters are starting to fly off the shelves in our home league. Uh, Mark, you haven't used one yet, have you? I haven't used any. Nope. And, ne- um, and neither have I. Um, we're both kind of sitting back. You know, it's just like in these IPL matches, it's typically better to chase. Um, yep. So <laughs> we we are positioning ourselves for that. We're being conservative with our transfers. We're trying to be very smart. Use guys multiple times if you have to use a transfer on them and also waiting to use these boosters. And some, you know, we've talked about some of the strategy for these boosters, especially when it comes to these, you know, the, the limited selection, but you still get multiple chances. Like the overseas booster to me almost is the easiest one because there's a handful of guys that you know you want to use that on. You're just yeah. looking for you're just looking for the the right match combo. Um, for the Indian players booster, you're kind of just getting the best match that you can put 11 good guys on there. Um, the whole team times two, you're just looking for a high scoring match. Like there's, there's so many factors there, but I think the most volatile of those boosters is the times three, your single player times three. So in that match, you're playing a vice captain, a captain and your times three guy. And Oh my gosh, if there isn't some way to just find your roof and jump off of it, it would be to throw your three X onto a guy who goes out for a duck and he's a batter and that's it. <laughs> you know, he has no more chances to yeah. score points. So I was thinking about that a lot today and trying to think of, okay, what is the dream when you're using your three X booster? Obviously you want a guy who goes off, has a great game. And then not only that, if he can win the man of the match, that 50 extra bonus points times three, 150 points just right there, just arbitrarily slapped on top of what is probably better than most players, better than most players ever play, like, period. Yes. Just for the man of the match. So I started looking at all of the players who have won uh, man of the match so far this year, and there were some guys that felt kind of obvious um, to play to play these on. But then I was also kind of surprised, like, and I started thinking, well, well, why not this? Because sometimes it's about trying to find a differential pick, um, you know, trying to catch lightning in a bottle, guys who have good opportunities. And then I just thought it was fun to think about who, you know, if you wanted to try to convince somebody or, you know, whatever the IPL equivalent of Nostradamus is. And if you manage to pick one of these guys and and set them up for your times three booster um, and, and catch it, then you know i don't know go buy lottery tickets um so actually you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna start with that um (laughs) i'm gonna change up the order a little bit on you these are guys that if you happened to start this player and throw your 3x on it you would you'd just look like a genius to your home league everybody no one's ever gonna believe that you knew what you were doing um, so Mark, tell me what you think about some of these names. I'm going to throw this one out there. Sakanda Raza. I think he plays for Punjab Kings. <laughs> prior, prior to him having that big game. Um, did, did you know that name? No. Okay. No, so no surprise because three times he did not play in one match. He had one point, but in another match, he had 172. <laughs> <laughs> So what is the point of this? This is to say, like, you don't always know who it's going to be. 
so we're sort of you know just throwing out the like hey this is how hard the purpose of the who the heck is this how hard it is. segment is to is to show you that th- it can happen to anybody um but how about ishant sharma we all shine on instant karma that's what instant. i call him i know him just because of the name <laughs> so he, we we were trying to narrow this down earlier for somebody who won um their man of the match two out of the three th- times they played this this young man has a nice you know badge on on his on his shirt he he won the man of the match the first time and the only time so far as i know this uh this season that he he played he has a series literally five did not plays and then uh a 110 he also he plays for dc so if you're struggling for players to look on a DC, if, if this guy's playing, clearly he's, he's capable, but I don't know that you would find very many people that have even started him that would have started him when they saw that he was available, much less thrown any kind of captaincy on him or something like that. And if you threw a three X booster on it, you know, that's amazing, but this is not something that's going to happen again. Next name on, on the list uh, again, if anybody if anybody had this guy captain or vice captain when he had his big day, but Harry Brook. So Mark, you mentioned him as far as what like half of our league threw a captaincy or vice captaincy on him the next time he came up and played. Yeah, he had the first century this year, and so uh, yeah, half our league made him captain or vice captain, and I called it a brookie mistake chasing yeah. the points. Bad, don't do uh, it. bad form, and yeah, he, I don't remember what he did, but it certainly wasn't another century. So I think he went out for 194 points um, with the century, but he had a low of seven, and his other high, other than that 194, was 27 points. So <laughs> one off, yeah. I guess. Um, he hasn't I, repeated yet. Yeah, and I'll just give you a couple more names. I won't go into too much about this, but Marcus Stoinis and Nicholas Puran are two other guys that just like, if they hadn't won man of the match, Puran's not so much in that same category. He's actually the second highest points in the wicket keeper position across the entire platform. But like, I don't feel like he's strong on the radar for a lot of people. Um, But then there's, you know, Marcus Stoinis, who's like eight in his position. So it's like, some of these guys, like they're they're going to have big games, but what are the chances that they're going to have the biggest game of anybody in the whole match? And sometimes it's just yeah. a totally it illustrates out. how hard it is to predict yeah. the man of the match. Yeah. However, switching to these guys that are stars, guys who have one man of the match already, none of these names are going to surprise you. Jadeja, he's won it twice. So we yeah. touted him preseason. He made us look a little silly up front, but he's now won the man of the match twice as an all-rounder. He's mostly done it with taking wickets, but we've seen it now multiple times with the bat where he just, he's like a boundary specialist. He's not coming out there for a long time. He's coming out there for a good time and he'll, he'll just go off. So no big surprise there. Uh, Faf, he is the number one batter. He's the number one points scorer. I think across all positions right now. He's one man in the match. He probably could have won it multiple times, um, just depending on how you, 
how you look at the value and what happened in a game. The main of the match thing is so aggravating because sometimes it's not about who produced the most or who tangibly has the most. It's just, yeah. you know, maybe you get a wicket keeper who stopped somebody's run. You know, it might be the wicket keeper who gets Faf out in the 17th over when he's got 80 runs that gets because their team just happened to win now, <laughs> you know, it's and they and they say, that's when it all changed. You know, the bowler on the other team took out Faf. He was the one that made the single biggest difference and, and steals that from you. But Faf shouldn't surprise you that he's won that. Josh Butler has won. He also has a duck. <laughs> I think he's the, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, so he should be great. He usually is great. He's proven that he can be great, but He's won. Do that you before. feel more? Do you feel more confident playing Butler now, knowing that he got his duck behind him? It's out of the way. I kind of do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you know he's going to have a bad one. Everybody's going to have yeah. a bad one. Um, and there's guys that scare me a little bit more than that because the next guy on the list is Virat Kohli. Uh, as far as having one man of the match, he's the third. I think he's in third in batting in total points uh, this season. But he also has had a duck today. Yeah. So um, it's crazy. Like these superstars, guys that are winning player of the match, man of the match, and deservedly so, uh, are very, very volatile. It's like Faf and Jadeja are like the only two guys that you that haven't really fully done that to anybody yet. Um, uh-huh. But then the last like star that is, in terms of somebody who's just killing it right now, is Conway. He seems as safe as anybody in terms of expected production with the bat we talked a little bit about how he has to potentially play trent bolt so it's like maybe don't do that this next match (laughs) right uh, uh, because good god like i said it's the worst possible thing but of those stars we mentioned who who would you most likely throw your 3x on Mm, that's that's a tough one the 3x um i think i might go with jadeja or conway because I know that I can put the captaincy on whoever the other one is and cut my <laughs> and and kind of uh, balance my my risk a little. But you could say the same thing with Faf and Coley. So, and Maxwell. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> it's it's so hard. I the three X is like the hardest one for me, to, even know. though it's the one that maybe on a point points basis is the one that affects it the least, uh, because it is so painful when you get that that duck off of your three X. So in that, in that sense, I think I probably would go Jadeja. He's the only one on there that is not an opening batter who, who's going to ruin your day right away. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like even if Jadeja does get a duck, at least he comes back around and could maybe get you a 75 point wicket. If your three X player is an opening batter and goes out, for a duck, what sort of creature who is innocent in this world would you justify punching in the face? <laughs> Yash Dial. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't care who I 3X'd. It's your fault. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be the worst if I like uh, 3X'd Faf when they play Gujarat and Yash Dial is the one who gets him out? For a duck to open the mat, open the match. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, we just canceled the podcast if that happens because 
neither one of us will ever be in the right mind again if that's what happens to either one of us. Which which one of those four guys do you forget about Jadeja of those four openers? Do you would you trust the most to not get a duck? I mean, forget any other thing about how many points they score. But at least which one are you the most confident that you're not going to, even if they score three points, at least they didn't duck? Faf. Assuming they're playing at Chinaswami. We better get on that fast. You got but, two opportunities. Yeah. I think Faf, I think you're right. Faf is probably the safest bet. Maybe Conway after that. Yeah, Conway's maybe the hottest right now, but we'll Coley's see. Conway's the he, one I worry about the most. Yeah. He, well, he's done it, and he did it a ton last year. So mm-hmm. I'm. Probably the least interested in him. But that takes me to the why not section of guys who have won the player of the match. These are guys that have kind of made a name for themselves. And it's in some ways, these are almost the safest players. So Jadeja has won player of the match twice. So has Mohit Sharma. His sample size is small, three games, but two of them, he's won man of the match. Does that feel? Does that feel like somebody you could justify using your three X on? Um, I, yeah, I think you could. I think you could justify it. Um, I, if I'm putting a three X on a Gujarat Titans player, though, it's probably the next one I think you're going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's just go ahead and compare them head to head. Just because you because you have the data points there. Uh, he's never, as far as I know, he's never busted. Rashid Khan, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So, um, but if if I if if like fifteen more matches pass, you know, which means um, Gujarat's played three more matches, and Mohit has gets at least a wicket in every one, then I would put him higher in the conversation because I know seems, like those weren't just flashes in the pan. They yeah, and he seems hotter now than Khan. And if those teams are really going to sit back, like we talked about, and and not attack against Khan. They're gonna have to try to score runs against somebody, and maybe yeah. Mohit Sharma is the guy that can sort of bait them um, into that. What about um, Rahane for CSK? One today, he's done this twice where he's just gone off and he doesn't open. So if you just don't want to lose your times three, the first ball of the match. <laughs> You've got an opportunity to do that here. I don't think it's a bad play. I mean, it's just, it's hard to play it on him when the Super Kings have Jadeja and Conway, um, where you could either go either way. Like, Jadeja's the safer one because he bowls. So even if he gets a duck, you still got a chance. And then Conway is so good right now and hitting so many runs, but he always has that chance of just getting nothing. Like, if you want to go each way, I don't know why you'd ever pick Rahane, who's kind of in the middle, like less likely to get out for a duck, but still really good. That's the that's the hardest part about that is, is justifying your pick. Like, I would assume that especially pre-duck, a good half of people would have used or were planning to use their 3X on Joss Butler. But... The people yeah. who did the people who did that, you know, when he got his duck, uh, know the pain that we're doing everything we can to to kind of avoid here. Um, but you know, we're we're trying to avoid the the instant out. 
So yeah, like a Jadeja, um, you know, a, 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 even a, maybe Rashid Khan, you know, these guys that are bowlers, you're going to get multiple opportunities. Brings us to your guy, Cameron Green. He's one of only uh, a couple of players that have a pretty good percentage share of the runs scored by their team and is now starting to pick up wickets. He feels very safe right now. Is he exciting enough for you to use your 3X on? Yeah. I uh, think of all the players we've talked about so far in the why not category, he's the one I'd most likely be willing to roll the dice with. Of the ones we've talked about so far. Okay. So. He just, because he is batting, I think he's batting at four. Um, for a team that is coming into their own right now, he's hot right now, and he also gets to bowl, and he can pick up wickets. There's just so many opportunities to score there. Yeah, and and that's sometimes all you're hoping for is yeah. just give him a chance, give him another chance. Um, the best way though to have multiple chances is to guys have guys that 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 bowl. So what about Arshdeep Singh? We kind of already touched on him being this sort of quiet hero. How do you feel if he gets one wicket? If I if I three X'd him and he got one wicket, I'd be disappointed. Uh, if as long as he got one, I wouldn't be heartbroken. Okay. What's more likely? Uh, the best bowler uh, in the league, fantasy wise, to get zero wickets, or the best batter to get a duck. So I think it's it's it doesn't that math is a little bit sideways to me. I'm thinking about more like assuming there's a, a boundary or some sort of bonus in there. It's like a twenty run to one wicket kind of exchange. Something in yeah that yeah realm. right because one run is not the equivalent to one wicket. So like if you used your three x on Conway and he gets you fifteen runs. Is it more disappointing than using it on Arshdeep Singh and he gets no wickets? Oh, it's more disappointing, I think. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. certainly that's the way the math comes out. Like to, yeah. to just to, you know, to get your, your four points for starting him times three, <laughs> but like, uh, at least you're holding your breath that there's a chance the, the whole time, you know, that he'll, come in and, and do something with that. But if you're going to do that right now, what about Muhammad Siraj? The sabotage seems like if you're going to play a straight bowler right now, he's got to be the best opportunity, right? Yeah. In terms of yeah, right he now. Feels, yep. He feels the safest. He's the number one bowler in terms of points on the season right now, even more so than these guys that have had, you know, four and five wicket games. He gets the very, very valuable overs um, and, and is executing with them well. So what if you were for some reason stuck? Um, so RCB plays GT, right? To, to end the regular season, match 70, yeah. I believe. You waited so, until then. So if you waited till then and you're staring at, say, now you've got Siraj, Khan and sort of these other sprinkling ins. Um, I mean, in that case, I'm probably using Faf, but let's say, let's just say something weird has happened 
and the offensive guys are out in terms of your 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 best bets. Siraj or Khan? Uh if I if I had to pick it right now for that day, I I would pick Siraj. Okay, yeah, and, and that's it, I'm doing a poor Rashid job. Khan's of like, an all rounder, but he's barely an all rounder. Right, he's, that's he's it's, a bowler. There's not a whole lot that tips the scales there. I'm just I'm trying to create a situation. I don't even know what it would be where like for some reason the best bet is to use this on a straight bowler. Like, can yeah, you think right. of what that would be? I, I don't know what situation arises where <laughs> that's that's what you have to do like there should be you know gosh i mean basically it's the it's the match that we started doing our breakdowns with um with match 45 srh versus dc like <laughs> it, it brings one more name into this list that who has not won man of the match but it's david warner as far as a consistent yeah. guy if David Warner gets you 35 runs and you used your, your times three on him in that match, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're using your three X on SRH versus DC. But if you did, if you had to, if that's the last match of the season, we change roles. That's, that's a good example there. We change roles. You forgot to use it. It's their, their match 70. You've got to use it now um, to make the playoffs or however your home league is set up and you throw it on, David Warner, and he goes out and gets you 35 runs. How does that feel? I mean, of course, you're not thrilled about that. Like, nobody's going to be excited about that. But I feel the same way with a captaincy. Like, if, if he got 35 runs and he was my captain, my feeling would be, darn it, I wanted more. But at least he didn't just suck. At 35 runs, you get the 30. It's kind of like the cutoff, 30 runs. It's like you get that bonus. You probably have a couple, well, maybe not David Warner. Usually <laughs> you have a couple sixes or f- some fours thrown in there. He gets you a few fours, um, but I still don't think he has a six on the season. Oh, gosh. Painful. <laughs> um, but I, I have another angle at this, that the okay. David Warner definitely uh, is an interesting one. So I looked at um, – the history of man of the match and who has gotten it the most, who's still playing today has gotten it the most times. So if you wanted to look at not just who is getting it this season, but who in the past has been most consistent. Uh, So I looked at the top. Let's see. How many do I have here? I'm going to count down the top nine. I wish it was 10, but I only went to nine because the, the ninth one is Joss Butler. He's gotten man of the match 11 times. Three of them were last season. Okay. So recently, he's been the most consistent. Uh, and then a three-way tie, uh, K.L. Rahul, Shikhar Dawan, who we haven't talked about. If he's playing, he's obviously a great choice for it. And Jadeja have each gotten it 12 times. Uh, and then um, the top five. So number five, uh, this one shocked me was Ajinkya Rahane. He's gotten it wow. 13 times, more than Gawan, <laughs> more than Jadeja. So, I mean, maybe it isn't a fluke. Maybe he really is the one you should pick. Uh, number four is Coley. He's been playing for a long time. He's been King Coley for a long time. So he's got it 15 times, not a surprise. Can you guess any of the top three? Ooh. 
obviously these guys have been playing for a long time. Is Donnie in there? Donnie's number three with okay. 17. Um, you're not going to put your three X on Donnie. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, <laughs> when I just tank the whole season, you know, that's, uh, that's doable. Um, he won it three times in 2019. That was the last time he won. Oh my gosh. That's the last time he's won man of the match. Unbelievable. First time he won man of the match was in 2008. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, two left. That's crazy. Number two and number one. Uh, and these are all guys that are still playing. They're still playing. Yep. Is Faf in there? No, Faf's not in there. I'll give you him. One of them is who brought this whole thing up that we were just talking about. David Warner. David Warner's number two with 18 man of the matches. And of the top three, he's the one that I would pick if I had to pick one between Doni, Warner, and Rohit Sharma. Oh, man. Has 19 man <laughs> of the matches. Well, in the ulti- that really illustrates why we've been frustrated with Sharma. It's because you know what he's capable of, and he's not yeah. doing it. But He did get it once this year, though, already. Yeah. So... so. Oh, good luck when He's you there. come when you come to that three X. Good luck. The purpose of this segment was really just to illustrate the chaos that is man of the match, and as a result, how difficult it is to confidently play that three X. I think in talking about this, it's almost like therapeutic. That I think <laughs> yeah. I think all I'm really hoping and- for is like relief. I just want it to go well. <laughs> like I just it's- no ducks. No, like, yeah, I don't want people talking about it on like our WhatsApp group chat until it's over because it's really good. <laughs> I don't want to be not watching the match and get a text message and be like, oh, dude, tough luck on your 3X. <laughs> it's, um, it's, and it's actually a study thing. Like, it's funny that we've talked so much about how we just don't want to duck on this. We just don't want to get a bust. There's like a real studied phenomenon called loss aversion where people are up to twice as um, emotionally reactive to losing something as compared to gaining it. Like it is much worse for us to have zero versus how good it feels when you do hit. Like if you actually did Warner and he just happened to get a 100 like, you'd feel great about that, but not nearly as bad as you would feel if you got a zero. Um, that's like a real thing in, in the economics and psychology and everything, loss aversion. Um, really, I, we shouldn't let it. It's, it. It affects us more than it should, um, but it's real. I and believe you because I'm spending most of this time trying to pick a safe <laughs> option. Instead of yeah. just going for it. Like I have plummeted down the rankings. I'm going to have to be aggressive at some point. I think, I think not yet, but like if I don't start to close the gap, if some of the leaders in our, in our league don't, you know, mismanage a few transfers or something like that. Like there's some people up there that I think everybody who's ahead of me has less transfers and, or has used boosters um, than I have. So like I have those still in the arsenal, but like if I yep. if I continue to lose ground on them, it only makes sense to be aggressive with a three X rather than smart, right? So 
Yeah. It's kind of maybe more of a positional thing. If you're in first place in your league and like you are confidently going to be able to play the way you've been playing and hold on to that, maybe you play smart. So, or if you're trying to catch up, don't play smart, play crazy. Mm-hmm. So do you, I wonder then if it's more, if the, the thing to do with the 3X is to wait until you have more data. Like wait until all the teams have played, there's 14 matches, right? Wait till they've all played 10 matches. And maybe you can see then out of the players who are scored the most, which ones not have the opportunity to, to hit real hard, but also don't bust. Like who is the player who has busted the least? Like if you take just, I'm doing this in my head as we're talking about it. Like what if you took like the top 20 players and then said like, okay, what's a bust? Make Maybe they score less than 30 points. Is that a bust? I think it would feel like one if you were using your 3X. I think the 25. Let's go with 25 because 25. That's, that's a wicket. So you score less than 25 points, you're a bust. Um, then you could look at like the top 20 players. This wouldn't take that long. It's just 20 players. And just make a note of how many times each of them has busted. Because when you got the top 20 players, they all have the opportunity to be great, right? There's nobody in the top 20 right now who doesn't have the opportunity to be great. But maybe like, uh, maybe Faf will be at the top. He'll still be number one, but he'll have four days that he busted. He's just awesome. As opposed to maybe like six in the list will be, I don't know, Conway. And Conway will have only busted twice. I mean, I think I would rather pick Conway knowing they're both capable of being awesome on any given day. Yeah. Well, and if you're waiting until that late in the year, some of these names will have naturally faded anyway, and there will be yeah, some yeah. new... Like, if you're waiting till everybody's got just a few matches left, you know, you're talking, you're at match 50 to 55, something like We might have seen a whole new version of Andre Russell by then. So, you know, <laughs> let's say Faf's busted twice in a row. You know, Butler doesn't get it turned around. Some of these big names, but you know, Andre Russell has gone for back-to-back hundred-point games. You know, maybe it just changes then. Especially, like I said, if you're chasing, if you're trying to catch up with somebody, um, you're more aggressive with your pick. If you're already leading, you're more conservative with your pick. Um, all I can say is good luck. This is the most terrifying booster there is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's a tough I, one. My, I'm. I'm like I haven't even had to use it yet and I'm already I'm already twisted up over here trying to figure out <laughs> what I'm going to do. There's no pressure. There's so many matches left. I don't have to use it right now, but I feel like you're demanding it of me. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I had not I barely paid attention to this booster until tonight. Now I'm going to be stuck on it for a while. It's a tough one. It's the it's why I spent so much time researching it today trying to figure out if there's any rhyme or reason to it, there's not. It's just the best player of the match. And then even then, that's sometimes not true. It's just <laughs> whoever whoever they're the most excited to put in front of the TV and hand them a couple of crore at the end of the day. Well, is that about to wrap it up for this one? I think so. We, I mean, we beat that to absolute death and got nowhere with it. So <laughs> I think yeah. we're, we are ready to... Uh, put a bow on this one and and try again next time and uh we'll do that
All right, man. Glad to have you back. Glad, glad to be back. We'll see you soon. See ya.